Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You take 10 minutes out of the day to walk in nature and to pay attention to what's directly in front of you. This is the daily walking podcast for powerful, busy people who make things. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a comedian, a human in the world, walking a cycle path in SW19 on my lunch break on the most beautiful day in the world. I have probably said too often that it's the most beautiful day in the world. Indeed, I usually say that if it's not grey and miz. But today, poddies, today it is glorious. It is 23 degrees. I'm making that up, but that's my favourite temperature, so I'm assuming it's 23 degrees because it's just so lovely today. The sun is shining down on the cycle path. People are cycling around. I have my actual sunglasses on which I was moved to dig out of a big box that I keep seasonal items in and all of the sunglasses and the picnic blankets and the summer things have been stashed in for months because I've decided it is now definitely spring slash summer 2022. Welcome to episode 13, series 25, Walk the Pod. Now today I want to talk about pity. Uh, There there hasn't been very much philosophical slash psychological content on the podcast for a while. I've been concentrating on what's directly in front of me. I haven't been bringing you Stoics on the Psychopath this season. But I want to talk about pity because I think it's important. There is uh, something important to be said about pity that I am thinking about at the moment. And as usual, I'm sure you know this already, but I think the problem with the with pitying as a as a way of reacting or responding to people is that it denotes them as powerless in their own situation. And that may not be appropriate. That may not be how they see themselves. So when we think about victims of war or natural disasters, we might be tempted to pity those people. But actually, we're talking about survivors. We're talking about people who, who potentially have all of, the, all of the roots out of their particular ditch in the world available to them. And they want to be seen as powerful people doing what they can, pulling what strings they can in order to extricate themselves. And they don't want people to look at them as if they have no levers at all at their disposal we always have levers at our disposal and if if we go back to stoic philosophy i think what we have to remember is that we always have a choice between how we respond to our circumstances that sentence didn't make any sense we don't have a choice of how we respond what i mean is we have a choice in how we respond to our circumstances. So even if absolutely everything is taken away from us, we still have choices to make. We still have, we ha- we have ways that we can react. And those ways that we can react will change the outcome of our exact circumstances. So we should be very, very careful bef- before ever demonstrating anything approaching pity to anyone 
because it doesn't help. It says you're stuck where you are. You have nowhere to go. Um, whereas what we would do better to do is to offer them our belief, our support in their own ability to dust themselves off and move on. Now, uh, that's, that's just the thing I've been thinking about today. But what I, what I want to talk about as well is uh, fatigue. Because I am definitely in a pitiable situation at the moment. I'm very, very fatigued following uh, coming down with COVID a couple of weeks ago, following a few, mo- a few weeks before that, being in hospital and having surgery. But listen, this is bad luck, okay? It's, it's just bad luck to have uh, something you need surgery for and then contract COVID afterwards. Uh, what it isn't is it isn't bad judgment. Uh, and therefore, I have all the levers available to pull in order to dust myself off and get myself back on my feet. I'm not somebody who moves from one disaster to the next, spiralling downwards as I go. And, uh, and therefore, it's actually quite important that the people who are close to me treat me as somebody who, who has levers to pull, who can make good decisions, who can make good choices based on, uh, based on the small number of options that I have available to me. <laughs> if this all sounds rather pointed, it's not, actually. It's, it's something I'm, I'm, just, I'm just interested in, I'm just thinking about. It doesn't relate to anything or anyone in particular. It's just something I've been thinking about a bit this morning. And Captain Tim has been on uh, with, with a small, not a walking report, but a voice note uh, with regard to fatigue which I thoroughly endorse. Hi, this is Tim reporting from under the blue skies of Croydon in the railway park, sticking two firm fingers up to fatigue, which can, quite frankly, do one. Thank you, Captain Tim. I couldn't agree more. Fatigue can get in a bin. Thank you very much indeed for sending me a voice note from the railway park in Croydon. I hugely appreciate it, as I do every voice note that I get, whether it be a brief comment or a walking report. Thank you. I'm walking under the railway bridge now and about to launch into what I can see directly in front of me. When times are tough, it's, uh, it's really good to get out for a walk at lunchtime and pay attention to what's directly in front of me because it centres me in the present moment. And that's, that's pretty crucial, actually. It's pretty crucial to survival. Think about what I'm doing right now. Think about what today holds. Think about whether I can cope with that and what options I have available to me and make the best move I can, as Marcus Aurelius would put it, even in death, he said, which was a little morbid, but he was a Stoic philosopher, so rather rather obsessed with death. Even in death, make the best move you can. Now, if, 
if he was prepared to say even in death make the best move you can then on a beautiful day in March in 2022 I can definitely make the best move I can with the circumstances in front of me so what can I see directly in front of me well as I said to you before it's the most beautiful day in the world I've got my sunglasses on as has everyone else on the cycle path this afternoon there's a small child kicking a bouncy football against the wall of a house over the cycle path in the distance so I'm I'm wondering whether if a cyclist comes past he will kick the ball over the cyclist uh, a parent is looking overseeing the bike track and, and trying to work out whether he's likely to get run over any minute or not the Thames link is uh, streaming across the railway bridge behind me as I turn around and take a few steps backwards, looking at it, gleaming with uh, quite a lot of blue and green graffiti on the side of the train up there. What you can hear is a DPD van doing a three-point turn at the end of one of the roads that leads off the cycle path. And somebody with a pram and sunglasses and their phone in their right hand is walking along towards me. I've seen a f- quite a few pups today, including something that looked like a, da- a dachshund. Polly from North London has taught me how to pronounce this dachshund, um, but a fluffy one. Now, if it's a long-haired dachshund, I don't know whether that's the same, whether that is a dachshund or whether that has a different name as a breed. Polly has a short-haired dachshund, like a normal one, um, but but a long-haired. What's what's going on there? Don't know. Maybe it's crossed with a. I don't know. Crossed with. Crossed with cousin it maybe. Hmm, don't know. Um, yeah. Answers on a postcard, please. And speaking of postcards, thank you to Kiwi Rob who sent me from New Zealand, what a legend, two postcards, one of a Tui, one of a uh, treetop walk that he went on recently, and a beautiful wooden coaster, which says treetop walk on it. And you can see a picture of that on my Patreon lens clips today and on the Discord server. If you're a member of the Walk the Pod Walking Club, thank you, Kiwi Rob. Hugely appreciated. And if you'd like to join the Walk the Pod Walking Club, go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com and click on one of the tiers of support to join up. Thank you for walking with me, dear poddies. It's uh, been such a lovely day here today as a small cat comes around the corner to say hello. One of the kids' favorite cats is cat. Hello. It's busy, it's on its way somewhere. Uh, it's, a bit, it's the most beautiful day in the world uh, on the cycle path and I really appreciate your company as I've walked this lunchtime. A lot of the stress of the morning has dissolved off my shoulders and into the sky and is now forming part of one of the clouds up there or will be shortly. We're very nearly at the end of series 25. Members of the Walk the Pod Walking Club will be uh, offered a chance to hang out in the voice channel 
on the Discord server on Friday after I released the very last episode of the series. So you're just in time to join up if you want to come and hang out with me in the voice channel there. Um, And if there's something that you would like to see in series 26, if you've really enjoyed the bird song and you want to say, let's have bird song every episode, you can get in touch with me. Go to walkthepod.com or email rachel at rachelwheelie.com to let me know what you'd like to see in series 26. And you can always go to walkthepod.com and press the button marked message if you want to send me your own recording of birds or anything else in your environment. Maybe you are working in a zoo and want to record some animal noises for me. I don't know. Anyway, Poddies, it's been a delight. Thank you as ever. And I will be back with episode 14 tomorrow.